Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the Course in Miracles podcast, we are in the final stretch. And so I'm going to read the final the final heading, the final umbrella as I've been referring to them. And then the the next five lessons, lessons 361 to 365 are all the same, and then there's an epilogue. So I'm going to read the the final lessons introduction, and then I'm going to read the final lessons, which are for the next five days, you'll just do the final lessons. It's the same lesson, so just do it five days in a row. And then I will read the epilogue in a separate final episode. So... Thanks to all of you for your participation. Thanks to the new Facebook friends I made. Who knows, maybe we'll meet in person someday. You never know. Facebook is really not a bad thing. It's kind of a neutral thing. It can be whatever you whatever you make it. And so in the case of the Course in Miracles podcast, it has certainly been a uniter, which is great. So again, I'm going to read the final, the final heading, and then I'm going to read lessons 361 to 365, which are all the same lessons that you will do for the next five days, and then I will release an, epi- uh, an epilogue episode after that. So final lessons, introduction. Our final lessons will be left as free of words as possible. We use them, but at the beginning of our practicing, and only to remind us that we seek to go beyond them. Let us turn to him who leads the way and makes our footsteps sure. To him we leave these lessons, as to him we give our lessons henceforth. So we would not return again to the belief in sin that made the world seem ugly and unsafe, attacking and destroying, dangerous in all its ways, and treacherous beyond the hope of trust and the escape from pain. His is the only way to find the peace that God has given us. It is his way that everyone must travel in the end, because it is the ending God himself appointed. In the dream of time, it seems to be far off, and yet in truth, it is already here, already serving us as gracious guidance in the way to go. Let us together find in the way that truth points out to us, and let us be the leaders of our many brothers who are seeking for the way, but find it not. And to this purpose, let us dedicate our minds, directing all our thoughts to serve the function of salvation. Unto us the aim is given to forgive the world. So in other words, it's our job to forgive the world. So you could get haughty and relate to yourself as a chosen one, right? or uh, a righteous one, or whatever. I, I prefer meek. I like, to ref- I like to think of us as the meek who shall inherit the earth. But unto us the aim is given to forgive the world. It is the goal that God has given us. It is his ending to the dream we seek and not our own. For all this that we forgive, we will not fail to recognize as part of God himself. And thus his memory is given back, completely and complete. It is our function to remember him on earth, as it is given us to be his own completion in reality. So in other words, we complete God. So let us not forget our goal is shared, 
for it is that remembrance which contains the memory of God and points the way to him and to heaven of his and to the heaven of his peace. And shall we not forgive our brother who can offer this to us? He is the way, the truth, and life that shows the way to us. In him resides salvation, offered us through our forgiveness given unto him. We will not end this year without the gift our Father promised to his Holy Son. We are forgiven now, and we are saved from all the wrath we thought belonged to God and found it was a dream. We are restored to sanity in which we understand that anger is insane, attack is mad, and vengeance merely foolish fantasy. We have been saved from wrath because we learned we were mistaken. Nothing more than that. And is a father angry at his son because he failed to understand the truth? And so, in other words, do you get mad at your little kid when he spills milk? Maybe you get angry, but do you understand that he didn't really or she didn't really do anything wrong? So, in other words, God doesn't get mad at us for being insane. But it is our job as Course in Miracles students to recognize that all of us are children and therefore worthy of forgiveness or understanding or compassion or whatever. We come in honesty to God and say we did not understand and ask him to help us to learn his lessons through the voice of his own teacher. Would he hurt his son or would he rush to answer him and say, this is my son and all I have is his? Be certain he will answer thus, for these are his own words to you. And more than that, and more than that, can no one ever have. For in these words is all there is and all that there will be throughout all time and in eternity. So I invite you to read this over yourself. Read the introduction to the final lessons. Amazing stuff. It's amazing that, you know, if you're a person who... Um, actually listen to every episode all year long that's a, that's a pretty powerful it's a pretty powerful accomplishment and um, God sees that not that God plays favorites or anything maybe he does who knows but God God recognizes that the universe recognizes that and as I mentioned before it kind of surrounds us all in a in a miracle bubble when we're doing our forgiveness work we're surrounded in a, a little miracle bubble you know, I was surfing on a uh, couple, two or three days ago, and this this wave this wave came through, and it was the wave I've been waiting for, and it was just this absolutely glorious. It was it's literally one of the best waves that you could ever ride in the world, at the perfect time of year, at the perfect spot, and I'd been waiting for it. You know, surfing involves a lot of waiting, and here it comes, and I'm like, it's all mine. It's it's my wave, and I drop into it, and I start flying down the line. And this guy completely comes in going the, the, the other direction directly towards me. Like, it was an incredibly dangerous situation. And I saw him in my way, and I just, you know, I just went up and around him and didn't crash into him, and he didn't crash into me, and it kind of ruined my ride. It would have been an absolute perfect ride had he not done what he did. But I just let it go. And this, this is the kind of thing that could eat at me, this type of thing. This guy ruined my perfect wave. This guy ruined my perfect day. And 
people think surfers are all like mellow and laid back. They're they're often not at all. They're kind of jerks, and they're kind of territorial. And all, fights can happen. And it, fun, it, hilariously, because we are all in pursuit of this beautiful experience of oneness. That's really what the wave is. And the guy didn't apologize, and I knew I didn't owe him an apology, but I didn't. You know, I didn't, I even went and checked the camera, the surf camera, and I, I, I watched, I watched it happen. I replayed it so I could see if I was in the wrong, because if I was in the wrong, I wanted to make an apology. I ran it by a few people and none of them said that I was in the wrong. So I knew that I wasn't in the wrong, but it's that willingness to admit that I'm wrong, which is the 10th step of the, the 12 steps. He was in the wrong and I just let it go. Just pray for this guy, you know, because if he's doing that kooky of a move and doesn't apologize, he's going to do that kind of kooky move later. And the person he does it to may not be as forgiving. So that's, that's, that's an example of how this course works right there. Just practice forgiveness. It's my duty. It's my duty as a Course in Miracles to forgive. And in the process of forgiving him, I am forgiving myself for whatever subconscious guilt I am harboring against myself in this three-dimensional time-space reality matrix that we all seem to be stuck in together. So thanks for listening. That's, that's the introduction slash my little story. And then here's lesson 361, lesson 361 to 365. This holy instant, what I give to you, be you in charge, for I would follow you, certain that your direction gives me peace. So this holy instant, again, the holy instant is the moment that we realize everything we could ever possibly ask for is encapsulated within this little smidgen of time. There's nothing else to get because everything we could ever ask for is available, as, available to us in this holy instant. The holy instant begins to be discussed in the textbook in chapter 15. So now I'm going to read the final lesson. And if I need a word to help me, he will give it to me. If I need a thought, that he will also give. And if I need but stillness and a tranquil open mind, these are the gifts I will receive of him. He is in charge by my request, and he will hear and answer me because he speaks for God, my Father, and his Holy Son. So in other words, God's there, and if there's something that he wants you to say, he'll implant that into your consciousness. If there's something he wants you to do, he will inform you that this is something he wants you to do. I think it's important to stay as... Distract, distractionless, to minimize distractions. I like to drive around with my phone in the trunk and not listen to the radio or anything. And I was, I was listening actually to the radio today, and there's this, this like Christian channel sometimes I listen to, and they were talking about the Holy Spirit as the great comforter. And, and they were talking about how not, people are not always comforted by it. And the reason they're not comforted by the Holy Spirit is because they haven't fully surrendered. Now, then it, of course, took this very traditional Christian direction, you know, like, 
submit or else and that whole kind of wacky Bible thing. But the, the essence of it is that if we discover how to surrender to God, God will comfort us or the Holy Spirit will comfort us. So I love this, this last lesson, right? Because it says, if I need but stillness and a tranquil open mind, these are the gifts I will receive of him. He is in charge by my request. So in other words, you got to ask him and he will hear and answer me because he speaks for God, my father and his holy son. Now, I've, you know, I've had some darker episodes or some some episodes where I was in a very dark place, caught up in my ego and maybe even, you know, a little suicidal at times because this happens with me. Um, I have a really twisted ego and I woke up two mornings ago, three mornings ago, and it was it was like machine guns. It's like machine guns going off in my head. And that's just how it is sometimes with me. It's how it's always been and it's probably how it will always be to a certain degree. And I started praying. I started seeing the AA third step. And then I got this message that was like, Dave, get in the cold shower and do your kundalini yoga. Do it now. Go surfing after. Get in the cold shower and do some kundalini yoga. And I was like, God, why? Why are you making me do that? It's like, well, do you want to be happy? Okay, so I did. I got in. It's, it's winter here in SoCal, which isn't that cold, but the cold shower is pretty damn cold. And and I turn it on, and the cold water is just staring at me, and I'm staring at the cold water. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this, but I did. I jumped in. I just full submersion, and I I did like a full thorough shower with like soap, shampoo, everything. So I was in for probably five minutes. And I got out, and I immediately felt so much better because I'd shocked my system. And then I did an hour of kundalini yoga. And I tell you what, that day went pretty well. And so that's what the submission is. God's like, here's the thing I need for you to do, or I'm requesting that you do, that you don't have to do, if you want to feel the peace of my presence. You know the drill, Dave. Do the flipping yoga. Nobody said life was easy, and I did it. You know, and I felt better. And so very often submission, when, when we submit or we surrender to God, it means that there's an action that we have to take or a series of actions. What was the... <laughs> surrender is not passive. Just completely brain farted. Surrender is active. It means we have to do something. It's like, fine, God, I'll do the thing. Fine, God, I'll release this stupid... I'll do the Course in Miracles podcast. Fine, God, I'll write the book. Fine, God, I'll do the yoga. Fine, God, fill in the blank. So what does your fine God look like? So again, do this lesson each day for the next five days. Spend as much time as you possibly can. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. God bless you. And I'm going to release the epilogue episode soon. Tomorrow, if not today, it'll either be released today or tomorrow. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.